So just how can the medical community prevent and reduce this huge and growing problem of underage drinking? Is it even the doctor's responsibility? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Raymond Scalatar. Dr. Scalatar is a former chairman of the American Medical Association and an advisor to the Distilled Spirits Council. Dr. Scalatar is a specialist in arthritis and rheumatology and for nearly two decades was a clinical professor of medicine at George Washington University Medical Center. Today, he comes to us as a medical advisor to the Distilled Spirits Council, which represents some of the biggest names in the liquor industry from Bacardi USA, Future Brands, and Moa Hennessy. Dr. Scalatar joins us today from his offices in Washington, D.C. Dr. Ray Scalatar, welcome to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. It's a pleasure to be with you and ReachMD, which I listen to all the time. <laughs> That's great. Well, so there have been some recent studies showing that this problem of underage drinking is huge and growing, and I want you to talk a little bit about that. And also, a lot of physicians may not really think about this as something that they should address in their office, and you're going to tell us a little bit about that today as well. Yes. Well, there was this recent SAMHSA study from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, which was a detailed study that gave information on the fact that, surprisingly to many, that the majority of teens get their alcohol from their parents and other adults, and they do not obtain it from commercial or retail sources. They're drinking it in their home, and they're binging in their homes, and that's why it's so important for physicians to, if they're pediatricians or family practitioners or even the internal medicine, they've got to talk to their patients and talk to the parents to let them know and inquire a little bit more about the family dynamics and what the children are doing and what the parents' responsibility may be. And it goes beyond to other issues. The physicians have to start, I know we're very sensitive and many ask about tobacco, but I don't think enough physicians ask about alcohol and alcohol consumption. And it was brought home to me just recently with a patient I saw last week who for six months had been going to physician to physician with a multiplicity of vague, vague symptoms and more and more diagnostic tests being done. And I asked her how much alcohol, and she said, well, you know, I had a, some trauma six months ago, and I, I probably take a bottle of wine every night. And well, bingo. This is the kind of thing that physicians have got to ask and got to be on the ball and know what's going on. And this is the way you're going to reduce underage drinking. For example, kids come in here sometimes, an adolescent, what did you do on the weekend? Well, I had a couple of six-packs at Georgetown. And without any concept of how much alcohol that is. So this is where physicians have to get the message of, first of all, underage drinking is illegal and it's tremendous health effects, but parents and young people do not understand the equivalence of alcohol and alcoholic beverages, that there's an equivalence of the same amount of alcohol in five ounces of wine or 12 ounces of beer or one and a half ounces of distilled spirits at 80 proof. That has 0.6 cc's of alcohol. It's the same amount. And that's why when somebody says they're having a six pack, they have no concept of how much alcohol they're really consuming. And it can be very dangerous. 
So this message of equivalence uh, has to be given. And this is all part of the dietary guidelines for America that acknowledge and get the message out for the equivalence. And this is sponsored by, by SAMHSA, by the National Institutes of the NIAAA. These are all part of their website and in promoting and stating the equivalence of alcoholic beverages. So it's not any surprise that this is an important aspect that the message that physicians have to get across. Well, can you talk also about your work as a medical advisor to the spirits industry and the fact that, you know, some people might be surprised that they are working with health professional organizations and and they might be developing some things that doctors could use, if you could, if that is going on, and if you could tell us about it, because perhaps there would be physicians listening in or even consumers that might want to look at something, you know, and maybe perhaps, you know, show the patient, say, hey, you know what, these 15 beers you're drinking on a given weekend, even though you're 25, is not so great. I'm very glad you asked that question. First of all, I agreed to become a medical advisor when I realized that we were in consonance with our viewpoints, that we were all against underage drinking, and that one should drink moderately and responsibly, and that means no more than two, quote, units or equivalents of alcoholic beverages per day for males or more than one for women. And that message uh, the distilled spirits industry has promoted over and over again. But what we've also done is we've been working on toolkits, adult toolkit and a family toolkit, which have useful information for the adults and for families, and we send them out to physicians' offices, and there's very convenient CDs that we send out as well, and it's been received a great deal of praise from organizations, and we've been working with a fair number of organizations, for example, the American Medical Women's Association, we work with the American Academy of Nurse Practitioners, the American Academy of Physicians Assistants, we've worked with ACOG and various state medical societies. So we've been in the forefront in promoting these toolkits, and the CD is very, very helpful. And I know in the offices, when the physicians get busy, some of the PAs or nurses in the office have been using them and showing them to the patients and the adults and their adolescent kids. So this is part of the stuff that we've been doing. And this would have been in the toolkit. Uh, it's a DVD or a CD? Or... It's a CD, and we can obtain it, and we'd be happy to send it if you go to the uh, website at www.discus.org. We'd be happy to get you a toolkit, or the other address would be family toolkit, one word, at discus.org. And we can certainly get these CDs out because they're really very, very useful. Discus also sponsors and has contributed tremendous sums of money to the Century Council, which is an independent organization with rather distinguished public servants who run that with having no relationship to the industry itself, and they try to get the message out against underage drinking or alcohol abuse on campus, and they sponsor various programs such as Girl Talk, Ask, Listen, Learn, Kids and Alcohol Don't Mix, 
Alcohol 101 Plus. So there's a lot of things that I believe the Distilled Spirits Council is doing very, very appropriately, and I'm pleased that their leadership understands the responsibility. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Raymond Scalatar, who's a former chairman of the American Medical Association, but he joins us today as a medical advisor to the Distilled Spirits Council, and we're talking about the problem of underage drinking, where there have been recent studies showing that this problem is reaching a crisis stage almost, if you will. And Dr. Scalatar is telling us about how physicians can address this with their patients, and Dr. Scalatar was just telling us about how that is indeed a problem. And if you could, Dr. Scalatar, doctors always look for research showing the effectiveness of early screening and and interventions. And if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a very important point. You know, uh, NIAAA has, and and many, many of the studies that have done by the, the American Society of Addiction Medicine and family practice have shown that just the beginning to inquire and questioning is enough to make patients, parents, and young people take notice as to what they are drinking and how much they are drinking. And alcohol screening and intervention is a major thing that one can do. The problem is in our rushed practices, unfortunately, with physicians and practitioners seeing more than they like to, sometimes we forget that we have to have these social issues at the forefront and inquire about alcohol. But NIAAA, for example, has a wonderful pocket guide for screening and brief intervention, which is extraordinarily helpful. And the other thing that's happened is that we now have a CPT code, current procedural terminology code for screening, which may be reimbursed. I'm not sure what the level of reimbursement will be, but at least there's an acknowledgement that screening and intervention is important. I was going to ask you that also. I mean, is there, when you talk about CPT codes for screening, and and it's a big issue with physicians because they're constantly concerned about getting paid for the work that they do, of course, which is understandable, but is the health insurance industry, I mean, employers, is there insurance coverage for screening and, and help for underage drinkers? Well, the coding just was established the last few months after uh, battles for many years, and you can code for lots of things, whether the insurance companies are going to reimburse you is another story. I think they will, whether it'll be on a level of an office visit, probably not, but it may very well be that under the supervision of the physician, one's nurse or physician's assistant can be doing the screening and using this appropriate coding that is now available. And I suppose the good news is, is the fact that there actually is a CPT code for underage drinking, and that could be the precursor for more coverage. Exactly. So that is really something that is of tremendous importance and I think that ought to be used in the future. We hope that not only will Medicare reimburse, CMS reimburse, but we hope the insurance industry will give an adequate level of reimbursement for this. And what about sort of prescriptions, if you will, or medications or protocols or things that doctors can look for who are primary care doctors or other people who don't have a specialty in underage drinking? I mean, what kind of treatment modalities or who should they refer to or what's going on in that arena? 
Well, I think addiction medicine is a specialty in of itself and in any of the guides, whether it's the AMA guide or in the medical society can give the listing of specialists in psychiatry or psychology who are involved in addiction medicine and can help if there is a problem or somebody has gone down the slippery slope into alcoholism. But the most important thing before it gets to that stage, if physicians and practitioners just start inquiring first, I think that may be the obstacle or may be the the mechanism to prevent somebody slipping into a, a situation where alcohol is the accepted method of their lifestyle. Well, I'd like to thank Dr. Raymond Scalatar, who has been our guest today on the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Bruce Japson with the Chicago Tribune, and we've been talking about what physicians should be looking for and what they should be doing about the problem of underage drinking. And I'd like to thank him for being our guest today. To listen to our on-demand library, visit us at reachmd.com, register with promo code radio, and receive six months free streaming for your home or office. If you have comments or suggestions about this show, please call us at 888-MD-XM-157. And I'd like to thank you today for listening. This is Ori Brofman, the co-author of Sway in San Francisco. And you're listening to ReachMD-XM-157, the channel for medical professionals.